I was like the announcer for our high school basketball team. <laughs> uh, so before, I don't even know if the of you know this, but I before did, the Lindale, so much sense. I just before the Lindale Eagles took the court, it was like Little Wayne's. Um, what was the song? That's like clap, 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 like touch yeah. the sky, ride the sky. <laughs> Whatever, like clap, 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 and I'd be like, and now the Lindale Eagles, and I would Dang, literally do that's it. That's so impressive. And, and, now and the I'm Lindale like, Eagles. I know. And I like, I, they like let me call people by nicknames. Like I would call, of course. Like, uh, like my friend uh, Nick Butcher. Shout out Nick Butcher. His nickname was Butch. I would say Nick the Butch Butcher. <laughs> like, and they would just let me say that. Garmy, today on the show, we've got the Dean of the Creative Department, the Sultan of the Swim Team, the Hazan of the Headband, the Baron of Blue, the Social Media Illusionist, the Boss of Big Fish, the Wizard of the Waves, the Count of the Canvas. His hat's been on presidential domes. He does not have the recipe, but boy, does he have the sauce. This little black boy from Central Oklahoma is here to tell you, you are doing great. Creative director and musician, this is Corbin Crosby. This is Fits of Faith, Corbin. Welcome to the pod. No way, dude. Yo, thank you. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's like clip in the audio, but that was beautiful. Bro, thank you. We work hard over here at Fix of Faith. <laughs> and of course, we got to ask, was there a moniker that stuck out to you that you're like, whoa, that blew me away? I mean, the whole thing. I My whole time is complete here because listening to your pod, I always knew the intro is like, your sweet spot yeah, it's only downhill so I was just from like here. ready for you're that like, to happen you're like that was the high it's literally downhill from here i'm good we can wrap this up right I now i love it guys welcome back to another episode of fits of faith as always i am your host the prince of prayer carson cooper joined by my guy the osho himself theo reverend ryan theo how you doing big guy I'm doing well. It's warm out here in sunny Arizona, so we're uh, we're rocking the shorts and uh, living the best life. Dude, tell the shortest life. Hopefully the not shortest. the shortest life. <laughs> hey, we are back with another Fire Fuego episode of Fits of Faith, and today we've got Corbin Crosby. Like I said, he's a creative director. He's got a brand, and he makes music a real renaissance man, and Theo is going to start this service out right with what he does best. So, Theo, go off, big guy. Yes, so we always start every episode with the infamous fit check. So the question I've got for you is, would you like God to well something up inside of you, or would you like him to rain blessings down on you? Meaning, would you like to start your fit check <laughs> from head to toe or toe to head? I'm going to go. I'll go toe to head. I like right, that, dude. Might as That's well. a good move. Yeah. I like that. So let's see. On the toes, we have some Yeezy 500 blush. Okay. My favorite shoe. Nice. Um, yeah. So ugly that they're cute. Um, okay, right can, we get them, can we get them on cam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to be reminded. Yeah, oh, okay, wait. yes, yes. Theo, those are kind of like the ones you have. They right? are, indeed. Yo, my flexibility is, is garbage. Oh, hey. are you wearing the same shoes right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. Dang. Here on the pod, we call those the Dry Bones Dance colorway or Valley of Dry Bones colorway. <laughs> I like that. Yes, more. those are sick. I'm honestly a fan. I love that model. I like how the black is like this, like it looks like a vintage shoe. It looks like a vintage T-shirt. If a vintage T-shirt was a shoe mixed with like an orthopedic bad boy, it's like some lunch lady or rocking and shocking those, and I love them. Okay, dude, go on. Uh, so next up are white Nike socks. My okay, I would you say have... a corpse staple. 
I only wear I white like Nike that. socks. Do you like feel that. any qualms mixing checks with the stripes? No, none at all. Okay. Yeah. I should, but I, I really don't. I like it. Um, Let's see. Today it is super hot in New York, so we have on some Dang Target up. running shorts. Oh, okay. I like that. Target running shorts. We have. Do we a, have an inseam count on that? I think six inches. Okay. okay. I so like, like that. proper, like they're they're yeah. hiked up. You know, like my thigh is mostly a, out. Do you ever go to a five, or is that too much for you? That's a little too much for me. Okay, I feel. Okay. I mean, I wish I could, same. but I just I can't. Yeah. Honestly, same. Yeah. So we're we're at a at a cool six right now. Um, cool. We are wearing a Jonah. Hey, let's go, baby. World Come Tour on. tee. Um, Come on. We have an $8 chain from Amazon on right let's here. Let's go, G. Been holding Thanks, strong for like a year and a half. Thank you, yeah. Jeff. You really did it with this one. <laughs> Jeff, sponsor the pod. <laughs> you went off. Yeah. Jeff, you went off on this one, dog. <laughs> Jeff did it. And then um, up top, we have a um, new hat, new trucker hat, Jonah trucker hat, released go, today, dude. actually. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Know. At the time of this recording, this brand new collab hat, which I'm sure we'll get into very soon. Uh, you can go and cop it for pre-order, and it looks beautiful. Dude, I've been uh, so impressed with your brand, and we'll get into it more. I'm just trying yeah. to, like, how much can I copy you and you know, utilize <laughs> your resources? And I'll, let's just say the quality that these hats and all the Jonah products are is, is top-notch for this dude killing it, from what yeah, I yeah. believe just by himself. But... Theo, the big question is, was that a complete fit check? Indeed it was. Dang, Dang the yeah. gatekeeper opens us up. <laughs> Long time listeners of this You have to. We have matching shoes on, man. That's I know. true. That's and, true. And for, like, the obviously the audio audience right now, there is a real visual story going on between Theo and Corbin. Um, I smell... <laughs> A best friendship coming on because they're both like Pacific Northwest guys and they're both wearing the Yeezys and there's like an orange thing going on and so on. there may be a new host of this podcast and maybe Corbin but yo me and Corbin you're Corbin Crosby CC I'm Carson Cooper CC Dang. Okay, it's too many layers for the people. <laughs> Whose co-hosting spot am I going to take after this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Off pod <Yeah>. conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to it later. But speaking of layers, the three main subjects of this pod are as follows. Garms. Clothes and shoes. God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the guys. Carson and Theo ourselves and we're gonna get where the getting is good and talk about ourselves um just for a little <laughs> bit and then we'll talk about closing god but bro you're the creative director the in the inspirator the muse of the brand jonah on ig jonah creative department right and i will have to say that you've got one of the top two trucker hats in the christian game right now Come here's on. the thing Ma maverick city music uh music videos i'm seeing it everywhere there's another trucker <laughs> hat you know from another brand that we're trying to get I on bet the pod I can guess as well it. Go off. It, I feel like it has to be you are comma. Absolutely. I think uh, Dylan's hat, which again, Dylan, come on the pod, dude. How many times do you need me to ask? <laughs> I'm throwing rocks at the window. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. Come on the pod. But um, I see his hat in tons of like worship sets, and I see your yeah. hat all over the place. So, dude, tell us absolutely everything about the brand. 
Yeah, so the brand, um, Jonah is the brand, started November. So it's been mm -hmm. almost six months now. And um, yeah, and we've been we've been going hard. We're, we're six months in. We've been in. trucking. We've been trucking, bro. I think <laughs> we are. We've done, I think like eight or nine drops, like trucker hat drops or just yeah, general yeah. hat drops and yeah. a couple tees, a crew neck and um, some stickers. So, yeah, started in November and um, we're just moving and grooving. So Dude, sick. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Again, like you've been so kind and and are passing out the resources and references. We mentioned this in the last pod posted, but there are some fits of faith products in development, really in R and D right now. And you've been so helpful. Like, yo, here's the spot I go to get my embroidery, and like looking at their stuff, it's just super clean and quality. So, dude, talk about like the impetus of this brand. The first IG post talks about uh, the story of Jonah and some of your interpretation of it, and the idea of the path that God has for each of us and being in the Lord's hand. So, I mean, talk about what made you in 2020 turning the corner. Like, yo, I want to start my own brand where I believe again, seeing in some of the posts, it seems like it's you and I'm sure your wife and you got some level of team and support, but it seems like you're running this bad boy. Like what made you want to get started on doing this thing? Yeah, it is just me and my wife. Um, and so, yeah, so it started with, um, a conversation I had when I was 20 years old. So seven, seven years ago at this point, and yeah. I was a, um, a camp counselor working, at a camp in nice. northwestern Arkansas, and it was the best Dang. summer of my life. It was super dope. Let's go. Um, and I was having a conversation with another one of my friends, another camp counselor, and we were just talking about, I mean, just the story of Jonah. And just like he said something, um, if he's listening, Jonathan Holden, shout out. We haven't talked in shout seven out years. Jay Hold. But Jay Holden. <laughs> I owe you royalties or something, but um, we're talking. I got a couple of those relationships. If we're going to be honest, I got a couple of those, but go off, dude. Sorry They're to the interrupt. Best, man. Um, so yeah, so we were talking and he's just said, we're talking about the story, said something that I never really thought about. And he was like, isn't it crazy that Jonah truly tried? He got a, a word from God that he needed to go to Nineveh. He didn't want to go to Nineveh because of the um, socio-political things that they they had gone through, um, yeah. and so he's like, "I don't want to go to Nineveh. They're they're terrible people. They have been bad to my people." So he ran the exact opposite direction, um, hmm. got on a a boat, and was like, "I'm gonna go the exact opposite way of where I need to go, where you told me to go." And so he's on the boat. A storm comes. They throw him over the boat, which I think is also just like crazy that that was like, that was like their idea. Like this storm is happening. They're like, yo, who's going to get guy. thrown over so that yeah. the storm stops? Like what a train of like, thought. He's gone. Yeah. And it was like, good. So throw him over. What Imagine like if the Wi-Fi wasn't working and you just kick someone out of your house. You're like, it's you, dog. Yeah. Nah, Whose fault you. is this? You have to go. That's literally what they did on the boat, which is crazy. Um. So, yeah, he gets swallowed by a whale, goes um, in the belly of this whale, or big fish, they say, mm. the historians mm -hmm. say, and yeah. um, ends up in Nineveh. And so, if <laughs> you don't know the story of Jonah, there you go. So, ends up in Nineveh, and he was just like, isn't it crazy 
he can run the exact opposite direction, but still ended up where he needed to be. Wow. And yeah. just that thought of like me being a 20 year old guy, I was in college at this point um, in music school and like changing my major. And I was like, yo, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I want to go. I'm this major, yeah. but like, I'm not making any money. I was a vocal performance major. I was like, yo, there's no path for money making mm -hmm. in this for me. And so I was like, yeah. yo, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And we were having that conversation. He said, you're always going to end up where you're supposed to go, no matter if you run the opposite direction, if you run towards it, you're going to end up where you're supposed to go. And so yeah. fast forward seven years later and still just thinking about that daily, every time that I'm, I'm stressed about decisions that we're making every time mm -hmm. that me and my wife are stressed about life decisions or career decisions or living decisions, mm -hmm. just that idea that we're going to end up where we're supposed to be. And so yeah. that is the long, long answer for Jonah and the inspiration behind Jonah. And That's um, yeah. And so it was a, it was a morning that I was just like super in my feels and I was like, mm -hmm. I was stressed and anxious. I didn't know what was happening. And, um, I knew I kind of wanted to start a brand just because honestly, I wasn't doing anything else. And I was a graphic designer and I was like, mm. might as well, you know, where am I going right. to well put heat. these stuff and, yeah. um, didn't have a name. And I was just reading my Bible one morning. And, um, like I said, in my feels and I had a moment, where I was like, I am Jonah, which is like so dramatic, hey. but like it, it made sense for me and just like the moment of like you're gonna yeah. end up where you're supposed to be and so that's how it how it all started and and why it all started and where the name came from that's that's sick. so sick dude bro i love it and again you look at the um the brand and, and go through ig and then also what what you're posting and you can see and again maybe i'm like Maybe I'm digging up something that's not there, but it almost sees like a personal process or a personal discovery, or mm -hmm. there is a huge encouragement lane or aspect of encouragement within the brand mm -hmm. and kind of fusing this other question. When you do a deep dive into some of your music, again, the latest project was little black boy and talks about so, some of these themes of the black experience in America. And one of them mm -hmm. specifically being um, not having role models that look like you um, outside of certain areas and avenue of the arts, right? And maybe some of that frustration of like, well, why can't, you know, how come the only people that look like me are artists or basketball players or, or XYZ if I don't do that. But mm -hmm. I'm interested on your take or your experience with, um, and we've said this many times on the pod, like fashion culture is black culture, right? So when we talk about streetwear and we talk about fashion, even high fashion, like it comes from this urban black experience, oftentimes the American black experience. So I'm curious too, and again, maybe uh, I'm just like conjuring up something that's not there. I think it's interesting. You as a, a black man in America has this creative expression and these things you're processing and you use these things like streetwear and garments and clothes to like process it. Right. Where maybe somebody else is like, oh, yeah, I painted a picture. But you're like, I'm going to put it on a shirt because that's like something that's. Uh, we talked to another, okay, and this is so whatever, but a, a long lost episode, a lost episode of the pod. We talked about like, um, like the separation of like freshness is basically baked into like black culture, right? Like this idea of wanting appearance, uh, not in a superficial way, but like it's just baked in, like we're, we're going to look fresh or we have this idea. So again, mm -hmm. all these things, am I wrong? Am I right? Am I weird? 
respond to me. Yo, I I love that, and I agree. I mean, wholeheartedly, and even I mean, honestly, as a as a black man, and um, like that uh, that means a lot, honestly, for you to say and hmm. to acknowledge that because hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that's that's a big thing, and it's a uh, like I said, I appreciate you for acknowledging that and saying that and taking the time to think through that and and all that. So. I love that. I agree. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because I think it's so interesting because there is like a conversation or point of view trying to step into your your shoes that is, right, like why are my people or people that look like me we're only loved on for our creativity or X, Y, Z? But that being said, there is such a strong like currency within those areas and field to where like the graphic tee and communicating through the graphic t-shirt has become something of urban experience maybe mm -hmm. more so than like other things have been like that so what's some of your process is there like an emotional barrier between like okay this is maybe what i'm going through to now put it on a shirt or a hat or it's like you know i have to communicate this thing in this way because it's been so impactful to me yeah so i think um man that's such a good question and such Thanks, a beautiful man. lead up to the question <laughs> got me thinking i know um, i'm like i'm talking so much i'm like it's like 19 sentences to ask one question. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, man, I love it so much. Um, so yeah, so another um, kind of, I don't know if it's, so we talked about like the j spiritual formation of Jonah, but kind of the, yeah. um, the other side of it is just the human, the human side of it and the, the totally. side of um, building a platform, building a brand, ownership equity yeah and um so that 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 was always the goal generational mm -hmm. wealth was always a goal um mm -hmm. a platform was a brand corporation was a goal just because of um like you said in my music i'd never seen that when i was when i was younger i didn't understand i didn't have a dad i didn't have um i didn't know any business owners i didn't know um one of my songs I said, I didn't know any lawyers, any any black lawyers, mm -hmm. any black doctors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was a goal with Jonah to see what can I build to be a representation for people, for mm -hmm. like kids to look up to or to, for kids to mm -hmm. see. Um, yeah. Especially me as a uh, dark skinned black man who's into um, music and into arts and that was always that was always my number one passion, but I always tried to be the sports guy just because mm. I that was the only representation I saw of someone at a professional mm -hmm. level doing something great. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so Jonah was the goal was to build something where I can be a representation of a black artist or a black business owner or a black graphic designer which I, that like blew my mind when I was like a kid, a kid and I didn't see any graphic designers and yeah. I got, and I was in like high school and I was like, oh, people like do this? And I'm like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, that was, that was always the goal for Jonah. Like how big can we get this? Not for, um, not to monetize it or not to, not for like financial gain. Um, yeah. Even though general generational wealth is a goal just because that right. is one of the, um, I'd say one of the symptoms of, of systemic racism and just, 
Yo, we're going deep right, right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Yo, I'm like I'm here for it, dude. Yeah. yeah, but just one of the, um, one of the symptoms of that is is um, is generational wealth and and the communities and neighborhoods that we grew yeah. up in and the schools that we grew up in, and yeah. um, the opportunities that we didn't have just because of um, we weren't in such a a woke culture and um yeah, it was totally. just it was just normal for us to be kind of sectioned off in this this different part and have these different schools and um not shoot for the ivy leagues but instead shoot for the the hbcus which there's nothing wrong with that but i'm just saying there's just a it was just a different different world so the goal is to yeah. be um to show that we can be great at the levels that we saw other people being great mm-hmm, totally Mm -hmm. I love that, too. Speaking of which, you know, talking about greatness, who are some of those creative role models for you? You know what I mean? Um, whether yeah. that be in the design or music or, or beyond. Creative role models for me right now would be um, Jerry Lorenzo, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's he's coming on the pod pretty soon. <laughs> I'll believe it, bro. Dude, um, me too, dude. He's on the hit list. So Jerry Lorenzo for sure. I feel like he's like the easy answer right now because he's just killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a guy in um, he's in New York. His name is Kirby Jean Raymond, and okay. he is he runs a brand called Pierre Moss, um, okay. and it, it's kind of the same. I mean, I've structured so much of Jonah off of Pierre Moss just because his goal. He knew early on that his vehicle was going to be fashion design, but the vehicle yeah. was just a place for him to build the platform to talk about the hood and to talk about systemic yeah. racism and to talk about all those things. And so Kirby Jean Raymond at Pierre Moss, uh, Virgil, just because he's just a genius, Kanye, right. just a genius. I feel like yeah. Kanye, Virgil, and then... Uh, Jerry are the easy answers, but they're great answers. No, they're yeah, great sure. answers, yeah. dude. For sure. Also, Toby Especially... Toby Nowigwi, he's a rapper. Oh in yeah, Houston, dude. And he is a um, he's creative. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's so sick. So, so as you're creating for the brand, I mean, I think as Carson was touching on, you can see so much of uh, not only your experience, but the messages that you're trying to kind of portray through what you're creating. Um, is is a lot of what you're creating, is it more for like, this is the target demographic of what I'm trying to hit? Or is it you're the tar target demographic and I'm just trying to create things I love? Or kind of talk about some of that when it comes to actually the products themselves and the look that you're going through for with some of that stuff. Mm. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. It's um, two-sided in the sense that I'm trying to create everything like completely authentically me. So if mm -hmm. I... Yeah. Um, so I'm creating things that I, I want to wear, creating things that I love seeing. Um, this shirt I'm wearing right now yeah. um, is just a, I love Gucci and the brand Gucci yeah. and they have tigers on everything. And um, yeah. also Ralph Lauren. I was in a Ralph mm -hmm. Lauren store and they, they put, they have bears on everything, but they like randomly will have like a tiger or something on it. And I was yeah, walking through sick. and I was like, man, I want a tiger on yeah. something and I, so literally i just that want a day, tiger shout out oklahoma shout out Woody wood <laughs> shout out central oklahoma hey and um so yeah so i i designed a shirt with a tiger on it i have a shirt yeah. that is coming out with um 
It is the it's a Jonas Tennis Club shirt and it has a picture of Arthur Ashe on the front, um, yeah, who yeah, yeah. is the first black man to win a to win the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that because I love tennis and I've been playing tennis so much lately. And that's, that's awesome, just a, so I was like, I need to create something. I want to be in a tennis club. Um, and so all those things trying to be using the inspirations that I get and the things that I love to take that and create something um, right there in the spot, like as fast as I can, just so that I can get that inspiration out and get that um, thing um, created just so that it can have that kind of authentic type of feel to it. Because like I said, like I love tennis, so I wanted to make a tennis shirt. Um, But then there are times where I am starting to, um, just as the brand progresses, thinking through intentionally of how things should look and how we can structure designs to be in the spaces that we want them to be. Um, So examples of that is um, NBA um, tunnel pictures are like the coolest Mm -hmm. thing to me, like seeing NBA players fashion pics in the tunnel. I'm like, that's, I want to just be, I just want the tunnel to be decked out with Jonah. So I'm thinking through what what are they wearing i'm i'm observing all these things what are they wearing they're wearing the big graphic tees right now they're wearing um things with not a lot of words on it but like big big graphics so that's what i'm doing more big graphics um in the i love church and and worship and um was a worship leader and thinking through uh amen (laughs) uh thinking through um like worship leaders worship leaders wearing trucker hats and like what is it yeah. being intentional about those designs? Like I have my totally. first couple hats had like so many like little words on it with like so many like intricate designs. But like if you're seeing that from the audience, I don't know if audience right. is the right word. Hope they don't cancel me for that. But if you're seeing that from <laughs> nah, the, the congregation seeing that on stage, yeah. there we go. Yeah, congregation. Totally. Uh, <laughs> congregation seeing that. The gage. The gage. <laughs> the gage. That sounds cancelable. Um, yeah. <laughs> But like what I'm the, singing in the gate just comes <laughs> back. Oh man. Um but yeah, like big bigger graphics on things, simpler mm-hmm. graphics yeah. on on trucker hats so that they can just see what is on the hat instead of those little bitty words. So those are like right, some right. some the other side of it where I'm being authentic but also being strategic and intentional in how the designs are so that they can live yeah, in the spaces absolutely. that I want them to live in. For sure. Because that's an interesting line that, that you're walking um, between the essentially the artist aspect because the artist like uh, paints on the wall or does whatever and do, it doesn't matter. Like I create what I want to create and if you rock with it, that's great. Then buy the painting or buy the XYZ. You know, Banksy or, or whoever, John Basquiat, like I, I do it. Keith Haring's going to paint on the wall regardless if like the demographics like you know we're really feeling green right now like right, right. they're gonna paint but the designer or the entertainer is playing to people to a certain degree and i was actually listening to a recent interview uh, one of my favorite like musicians and then creative dudes is john bellion um shout out new york but he talked about he's like i'm not a i'm not an entertainer i'm an artist and, and so artists will evolve and will continue and so maybe your first collection looks different than your 29th but it's like in your process but he's like entertainers are essentially like um, I'm on the chain of what the people want, right? Like, well, I don't like this. I want this. And he's like, well, I don't care. John Billion's like, I don't care what you like. This is where I'm going. I'm thinking at this point. And so yeah. I'm sure for you, there's an interesting line that you're walking between 
and, and we do something similar with some of the products. And this is I'm so like neurotic in this sense, but I'm like, this is what I like, but I'm not sure if the mass flock will like it. So there has to be some level of bravery to put out. You know, this is what I like, even just aesthetically, or like, I want a hat that says. It has an eagle because this is what I like where everyone's like, we're not into eagles anymore. We're into ducks. And you're like, oh, darn it. I should have made a duck. But then you're like a slave to the 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 people to some degree. So talk a little bit about that process and the bravery required of like, I just make essentially what I want. And then how much are you sprinkling in like what the, the population is fiending for? Yeah. So, um, so this is like some backstage insider info that I don't know if I should be saying, <laughs> but <laughs> actually with yeah, this hat, <laughs> I, I'm working with a guy, his name is Marty, and um, yes, bro. we posted... Which is my next question. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this transition is going to flow right and into that's, it. And that's why in the intro, this so, Carson, don't talk about yourself, but I'm like, <laughs> uh, his hat's been on presidential domes. I caught it. Marty for president. It. Yeah, yeah, he knew, he knew. Bro, go off. Talk about it. Um, so, yeah, so with this one, we had, um, how do we, we had like six or seven mock-ups of like ideas <clears throat> that we wanted to, that were like potential ideas. And we yeah. narrowed it down to three. And we were kind of like sitting on them for a little bit, like kind of thinking through it. And then he was like, bro, what if we just, consolidate on the one graphic post on Instagram and see what people think. And, um, yeah. so we did that posted on his story and there was one that I was just like, so I liked so much more than every other one. And I was like, right. this is the one. And I like even kind of like set up the graphic to make it like the eyes were drawn to that one specifically. Yes. And like, the they're going to the say deck. that this is the one. And yeah. he posted it, and an hour later, he was like, bro, we got back so many responses. People are so hyped on it. They love number one and number three. And my design that I was like, this is the one, was number <laughs> yeah. two. And yeah. wow. in that moment, I was like, let's do number two. <laughs> and yeah. so we did. Yeah, this like, is actually design number two. And um, okay. oh, so that's like, that's kind of... So we don't know how this is going to play out because we just started pre-order today. So yeah, I will yes. let you know. We will go back to this podcast. But that, that was a moment where I was just like, we have to be authentically us. And we have to be authentically, totally. and like you said, brave. We have to be brave and like believe that this is the one that I, he, he really allowed me to have like full creative control in it and trusted me, which is yeah. like. That's my sick. love language right there and yeah, um he was like <laughs> they they love these other two but if you yeah. say the the number two is it then like let's get some samples let's run number two let's see how it turns out and so that was yeah. a moment of being brave and just knowing that um i don't know just trusting trusting the art trusting yeah. the the product and um trusting that our creative eyes and our authentic selves will be will be okay because it's not to say that yeah. we can't do design one and design three eventually mm -hmm. um but we just wanted to do design two right now well, and especially especially as you're talking about like the brand obviously is is the vehicle for you becoming this person that people can look up to and like an influence you know i think so much of what you're talking about speaks to that of like I, i'm gonna do 
what I, I believe in and what I'm passionate about. And that's the person I want people to look up to anyways. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's where we're heading. And I'm not going to try to sell out either way to to hopefully like, mm-hmm. you know, make a brand bigger or anything like that. I believe in, in what I'm doing and where I'm going. Yeah. Because like you said earlier, too, you can become a slave to that. Like mm. we reproduce design one and then everybody's like, oh, no, I like design three. And it's like, oh, no, now we're scrambling to produce design yeah. three. But it's just like or we can just trust our gut, trust, trust ourselves, trust that it's going to be OK. We're going to be right yeah. where we're supposed to be. A little call back hey. right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah. That's Love sick. It. And I think that's the strength of a of a fan base, right? Like you have a fan base that's like, especially because I think your brand so far is uniquely human and there's a lot of like really human um, aspects of it that it's like, oh yeah, we rock with this brand no matter what. So like, this is just what we do. So if they put this out, this is what we put out rather than again, like the forever 21s of the world where it's like just meaningless, um, heartless garments because it's like, oh, this is what the, the mass really want so Mm -hmm. dude that's so sick uh go buy this man's hat um, and help get marty from social club on the pot okay speaking of like heartless (laughs) garments dude let's transition to our next segment of the pod titled garms where we get into the meat and potatoes of some brands you're really into so i want to know just really even if it's just uh lightning round what are some brands that you're pulling inspo from for jonah or brands that you see or even just categories whether that be vintage or xyz um, vintage is huge for me right now. Um, it's like my main, my main motor or inspiration, like by a long shot. Um, like you said earlier, you are comma. I'm going through my, um, Instagram right now to, to see who I've been, uh, been posting about. Um, Pierre Moss is big. Um, there is this brand in Utah called Rare Roses. And okay, um, I don't know them. They are they're they're super sick. Um a brand in Tacoma called Etc. Um Ooh. so just like the the like kind of smaller like boutique brands are like super into. I feel like Tulsa, Oklahoma right now is like like blowing yeah, up. Dude. Like they have so many it's so so popping. many crazy brands. There's a brand called Lord Primo there that I oh, think yeah. is okay. is so sick. So those yeah, are I'm working some on them. them. They're dope. I'm working on. It. I got some connections to them, dude. There's so many sick. It's like this weird like streetwear renaissance in Tulsa, where it's just like all these brands are existing, and it seems like transformation is somewhat of like Man. the epicenter, which is so, which is so sick. Because I mean, there's I'm a not greater lie. conversation. I kind of hate it because I'm from Oklahoma oh, yeah, City, off. and and as soon as you leave, I thought Oklahoma City was like I thought all of Oklahoma was the lamest place ever. And now I'm yeah. following all these Tulsa brands, all these <laughs> Oklahoma City brands. My favorite coffee shop in the whole world is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm like, yeah. let's go. Could have been like 15 Dang, years earlier. And and if let's get real, if you take what you probably are paying in rent uh, in NYC and you'd have a mansion in Oklahoma. I can't even think about it, bro. <laughs> you'd be like, wow, what, what am me. I doing? It hurts me what to think about. I love it. But then I'm sure somewhat it's like an island. Like once you get out the city limits, it's like, okay, yep, this is what I thought. But shout out to all the Midwestern Garmy um, holding it down, getting your workwear fits off um, and going yeah. crazy. Okay, so you're in a bunch of those brands. Are there any brands that you're like, yo, I'm super into these, but they're a little out of my reach, whether it's price or just accessibility at the moment. But they're like, 
you know what, I am going to own one of these things one day. Ah. I mean, Jordan 1s. I want some Jordan 1s so yeah. bad. And they're just like, I can't pull the trigger. I have so many in my yeah. carts and across different apps. And I'm just like, I can't pull the trigger yet. But I want all of them. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Pretty much we'll all, see how this all shoes that are on resale, I'm just like, yeah. I'm trying to attain one day. Do you, like do, you have any, okay. uh, do you have any grail item of the Jordan 1s? I want the the Cactus Jack, the Travis Scott, so mm. bad. The yeah, like yeah. the original ones, the like. Mo I mean, I would take all of them: the Jordan fours, the like baby blue ones, or yeah. the the Mocha ones with the like mm -hmm. reverse swoosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. The Air Max, anything. Travis Scott, hit we've me gotta, up. We've got to get <laughs> like, this Cactus Jack. The, hit my line. We've <laughs> got to get Jonah into the NBA tunnel way so that you can start getting that that shoe plug in. Quick. Exactly. <laughs> Once I start getting tagged in those picks with the with Travi, bro. Come on. Maybe I'll get a follow. Dang. Hey, I love it. Okay, so then hit us in the sneaker realm. You can pick Jordan, Adidas, Easy, whatever. But give us your Rushmore. So this is top four unranked. You can just do sneakers of all time. Again, it's not. It's unranked, so Mount Rushmore, just top four kicks. Um, well, I have to say it. I have to rank only one of them, and it is okay. uh, Yeezy 700 Wave Runners. I okay, think yeah. those are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think literally the greatest shoe of all time. Um, yeah. Hot take right there, but yeah, my Wave Runners are number one for me. I like me. that. Um, I like that. Do you own, do you own them? No. They're in the yeah. cart, bro. They're like okay. 600. I'm like, I can't do Dude. it. I want to yeah. do it, but I can't. I hear you. I hear you. It's so hard. So those. Um, okay. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Mount Rushmore. I'm going to go. I feel like you have to go like OG Jordan ones. The like the 85, mm -hmm. the red, black, and white ones. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah. And I love, I would love a pair of those. Um, yeah. I'm going to go, I feel like kind of a sleeper pick. I'm going to go the Fear of God ones. The, um, yeah. okay, yo. And even more of a sleeper pick, the, the green, the like highlighter green ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the Florida joints. I think cool those for sure. are so sick. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with those. Um, and then I'm going to go, um Jordan 11 um um oof like the black leather ones the breads yep oh okay yeah i like it That's i think is there right like there. a is there like a sneaker of your era or do you feel like you're in your era now cuz you depending on who you talk to you talk to you know, someone a little older in their 35, 40s, they're like, oh, yeah, this was this was hot. Like in my not my prime, but like in my 20s, this is the thing. Is there anything from your youth that you're like, oh, yeah, this was the sneaker of my era? Or do you feel like you're in that now? And if so, what is that? I feel like we're in that now. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. sneakers weren't a big deal to me when I was younger. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. I remember when um, like team shoes were like the biggest deal to me like oh, um yeah. high school basketball and like wearing hyper dunks yeah like you didn't yeah. wear like player 
player edition sh- or like signature shoes you wore right, right, right. like hyper dunks and stuff which is so funny <laughs> to think about because like right. i don't want to be caught dead in anything that's not like a signature <laughs> shoe yeah. but like 11th that's grade real. i was like give me yeah. some hyper dunks and i'm i'm chilling yeah. so i was not a young hooper but i did have a lot of friends on the team actually it, this is not surprising i was like the announcer for our high school basketball team <laughs> oh, so before i don't even know if you, if you know this but I before did, the lindale makes so much sense i just before assumed, the lindale honestly. eagles took the court it was like little wayne's um what was the song that's like clap 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 like touch the sky yeah. ride the sky <laughs> whatever like clap 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 and i'd be like and now the lindale eagles and i would literally do it so impressive and i'm like eagles (laughs) i know and i like they like let me call people by nicknames like i would call of course like uh like my friend uh nick butcher shout out nick butcher his nickname was butch i would say nick the butch butcher (laughs) like they would just let me say that or like there was a guy named steven i would go uh steven like i would stutter but this makes but me yeah, miss high school was, sports. I love high school yeah, sports dude, so much. You think we could get back in it? Like, yeah. You think? I'm I'm ready for like to have kids. Like this is like so long term. But like yeah. when my kids are in high school, I want to be the dad that's like in the middle of the student section, like going just as hard as everyone. Like you're like Lavar Ball. Like, yeah. That's my boy. Hundred percent. And no you're shame. You're selling like your kids' merch outside of uh, outside the games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like Jonah, like, but it just all says Jonah. You're wearing the nothing Jonas about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how this is my wife right now. She's like putting oh, on Lord. outfits in the morning. I'm like, no, you, I need you to wear a Jonah hat today. I love that. <laughs> oh my god, dude, you gotta support the homies always. Okay, speaking of good, good fathers, we're gonna transition to our final segment, which is God, the best father. So, dude. Just go off on what God's doing in your life right now. Yeah, I mean, a lot right now because, I mean, just so many things. This this brand is just like, it was a crazy, just like a crazy idea that's turned into like so much more. I mean, me talking to you guys is just like a crazy byproduct of like starting this yeah. little brand in, in November. And I mean, working with Marty and, and all these like little things that are, um that are not that big of a deal but like for me they're like this is so crazy that this is all happening and this is all like what this is turning into and so i mean that's that's a big thing um another big thing right now is that me and my wife are actually moving um to seattle literally on friday and um so just wrapping up this season Mm, i know and um yeah, <laughs> wrapping up this season in New York and and being expectant for the this next season uh, back cool. in Seattle is um, yeah. is exciting and um, God is just helping us so much because we are just such anxious people and like it's been like mm-hmm. a five month transition of us knowing that this was coming but like prepping and like wanting to leave well wow. and, and everything like that and so we have been just like an anxious anxious wreck for like five months just like anticipating this move um yeah. but he's been so good and 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 helping us and um helping with anxiety and and stress and everything and everything is is going great all the the boxes Come are on. getting checked and so yeah those are the two big things family's healthy i'm healthy cool. haven't had covid so 
Dude, dang, bro, you dodged that ball. Shout out, Big J. Without COVID, that's a deal. <laughs> I was working in the service industry, too. Dang. I was working dang, in a dude. coffee shop whenever the pandemic life. started. Yeah. Dang, bro, he needs this brand to be popping. <laughs> God's favorite brand, Jonah. All right, dude, before we get you out of here, we got to touch on the PTP, and that's the post-tithe pickup. So after you gave your 10% to the good Lord, chipped away that student debt, uh, what was the last item you acquired that you're stoked on? And then what's the next thing that you got your sights set on and you're ready to pull the trigger? Oh, last item I acquired? Dang, I don't know. All I've been buying lately are blank hats and samples. Just like inventory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All our money is tied up right now. Oh, got one. Dogecoin, okay, hit us with hundred dollars hey, a Doge he's an investor. at eight hey. cents, and so we're, hey, we're going to the moon, to the moon boys. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, since I'm an investor, next big purchase is probably I don't know, like a state or something, because we're yeah, oh, we're sure. gonna be living good off that Doge, man. Yeah, those yeah, seven hundred. Like I'm buying state. everything. Or no, yeah, state. I'm buying okay, Texas, like, bro. With all of my You're like goals. Oklahoma, I'm back, baby. <laughs> you did me dirty. Tulsa, you're done. Here. <laughs> my crown is a headband. Dude, I love it, bro. Well, before we get you out of here, dude, there's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. Bro, tell the people how they can get in touch with you and just what you got going on. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been talking about Jonah this whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro, <laughs> Taking up all the, all the air time, but... Um, you can find me on Instagram at headbandcorb, which I used to wear headbands all the time. So I start until I started making trucker hats. So that's where that comes from. But headbandcorb, like um, Jonah Creative Department, like D E P T, which I actually just changed today. Um, oh, so really? <laughs> yeah, so there and um, jonathebrand.com. That is where you can, can find me at. Absolutely love it. Guys, this has been another episode of Fits of Faith. Corbin, thank you so much for being on the pod. You bless the people. Man, and we're you. ready to cop that brand new Jonah. Guys, thanks for being here. Garmy, thanks for rocking with us. We leave you today with this. As always, it's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace.